The Church Media Podcast, episode number 21, How to Cultivate Spiritual Growth in Your Volunteer Team. Let's do it. Hey there. Welcome to the Church Media Podcast. The definitive podcast for creating dynamic experiences and building solid production teams at your church. Video, audio, lighting, stage design, volunteer culture, and more. You can find the show notes for this episode at 1230media.com slash podcast. And now, broadcasting from the heart of the South, here's your host, Church Media Coach Carl Barnhill. Hey, and welcome to episode number 21 of the Church Media Podcast. I'm Carl Barnhill, your host. This is the definitive podcast for helping you create dynamic experiences and build solid media production teams at your church. It's my goal to give you the tools and the confidence that you need to use media at your church to see people meet Jesus and grow in their relationship with him. In this episode, I'm going to give you three powerful ways to cultivate spiritual growth in your volunteer team. You might be wondering why I talk about volunteers a lot on the podcast. It's because you might have the best technical mind around. You can know everything there is to know about gear and technology, but in ministry, if people aren't your top priority under, of course, your relationship with Jesus Christ, your ministry will not be effective. People must come first. Remember, you can find the show notes for this episode at 1230media.com forward slash podcast. There you want to click on episode number 21, and I'm going to give you an outline for this episode. You can get all my notes and also a PDF version of everything I'm going to talk about that you can take and use with your production team. You can also listen to past episodes and more. Again, that address is 1230media.com forward slash podcast. You must lead your team in such a way that you care more about their spiritual health than the position they hold on your team. So I want to give you three ideas to help you think through how to make the spiritual growth of your volunteers one of your top priorities. Number one, pray for your team members by name. Literally go through your roster and pray for one member of your team every day. I'm not saying that you have to spend hours praying about every little thing in their lives. Pray for a minute or two, a minute about someone on your team. Just take your roster and just go A to Z down the list and pick one person and pray for them by name every day that you're at work or even every day of the week. It can even just be Monday through Friday, but uh, pray for your team members by name. Here are some specific topics that you can pray for them about. You can ask God to stir spiritual movement within their heart and be receptive of the Holy Spirit, moving them to their next step spiritually. You're gonna pray specifically for them spiritually that God will show them and reveal their next step for them. You want to pray that their next step will be clear to them and pray that God, again, reveals it to them in the exact area they need to grow in their relationship with him. You can pray for their family members. You can pray for any circumstances that you know about in their life. Are you spending time with them where you know things that are happening in their life that you can pray about uh, for them? I encourage you to do that. Pray that they find friends and community 
within your team. All right, number two, my second way that you can cultivate spiritual growth in your volunteer team is keep an updated list of the spiritual next steps of each volunteer. So I use my own scheduling system as well as Planning Center Online to schedule volunteers. But I also kept a master list of everyone on the team. I built a spreadsheet that not only had routine demographic information, name, phone number, birthday, uh, things like that, but I had a column that actually listed what their spiritual next step was. I had trusted volunteers and staff members help me keep this list up to date. If I didn't know where a volunteer was in their spiritual walk with Christ, I would literally take them to lunch or coffee and ask them. Remember, your job is to pastor first. How can you lead them to a next step spiritually if you don't know where they are in their walk? It's your job to pastor them. Take the initiative to talk with them about where they are and where they believe God wants to take them. I created a list of options to choose from. Now, this is not a comprehensive list as everyone's next step is different, but at least it gave me some handles to create resources and help people grow in their relationship with Jesus. So here are the questions that I would go by to determine their next step. Now, these first three were in priority and had to be answered in order. And that is, number one, salvation. Has this person accepted Christ as their personal Lord and Savior? Number two, baptism. Has this person been baptized after their salvation? Number three is church membership or ownership. Is this person a member of your church? You may be surprised in your search to find dedicated volunteers that haven't taken one or all of these three crucial steps. I would find that guys on my team had never been baptized, and I, it would be some of the, the people that you might least expect, that I would least expect hadn't been baptized, uh, and, and I would find that out in my, in my research. So you want to make sure that every single person on your team is saved, is baptized, and is a member of your church. You want those in priority. Now, these other next steps are in random order. I would answer these and even add my own if they had a specific next step. So this one is, uh, the next one is study of the Bible. And the question that I would ask myself is, is this person growing in their time in the Word to the best of my knowledge? Uh, the, the next one would be care and prayer. Do they need special attention, counseling, or help with a certain area of their life? Are they dealing with a major life crisis or a serious issue like divorce or depression or addiction? Is that their next step? Is that what I need to encourage them to, to, to take or to sit down with a counselor or to deal with? The next thing I would ask is leadership. Are they ready for a leadership role on your team or in your church? Is there a position that can utilize their gifts? Can I create a position where they can use their gifts and skills? The next question I would ask has to do with financial planning or tithing. Do they need help getting out of debt and winning with their money? Are they tithing? These are things that you want to find out, and sometimes you just have to trust their word, or if you feel it necessary to check on that. 
um, and, and these other things as well. Uh, you know, check on baptism and check on possibly tithing if you don't see anything uh, wrong with that. You want to make sure that they are are taking their next step. It's your it's your job to pastor them. So, do they need help um, with financial planning? Now, you don't have to get in the weeds here. You don't have to be really personal or sensitive uh, here. You could just ask them point blank, or you could just provide resources in your control room or your environments and just let the whole team know about the next next financial planning class or something like that. All right, the next uh, question that I would ask is, are, is about groups. Are they regularly involved in a small group? Are they in community with other believers? And the last question on my list that I would ask has to do with missions. Have they served in local or global missions? Would they be a good candidate to encourage to serve on a specific mission strip of some kind? If their next step didn't fit in one of these buckets, um, I would create my own next step and just write it down. Their next step is uh, they just need to focus on a certain life moment or certain life stage and are not ready to take on any big next steps. So let me give you an example here. If I had a volunteer that was getting married or about to have a baby, then that was their next step. <laughs> they needed to lean into that life moment. I would literally put that on my spreadsheet, about to have a baby. The, the stress of a wedding or a birth is enough for one family. They don't need the additional stress of taking on a leadership role or going on a mission trip. They need to focus on serving and honoring God in the life moment that they're about to have. Okay, so I've given you two ideas for helping you cultivate spiritual growth in your teams. When I come back, I'll give you one final idea that literally changed the game on the spiritual health of my volunteers. I'll be right back. To sponsor an episode of the Church Media Podcast, visit 1230media.com slash advertise. Carl will be right back. tonight because of the name of our teams or of our schools. Witness the true story. But because of the name of a spiritual awakening. Above all names. That saved a high school. Jesus. And shook a city. Look at the changes to these boys only. Experience one hope, one truth, one way. Woodlawn. You to stand up and make a decision to change, to forgive, to choose Jesus. I want you to stop all religious activities until this board has taken this matter under full review. Nobody out there knows what's happened with this team. But when you win on this day, they will! This is what happens when God shows up. Woodlawn. Available on Blu-ray and DVD tomorrow, January 19th. Listen to a full interview with producer Kevin Downs and get free resources for your team at 1230media.com forward slash Woodlawn. The Church Media Podcast, essentials for executing your Sunday worship service. Here is Carl Barnhill. Welcome back. We're looking at three powerful ways that you can cultivate spiritual growth in the lives of your volunteers. My last idea for you is this. Provide resources and opportunities for growth. 
Again, everyone's spiritual next step is different. But as I mentioned, there are some areas of growth that are common in the life of every believer. As their pastor, let me encourage you to provide resources and opportunities for them to grow in their walk with Christ. Here's what I mean by this. Let them know what your church believes and the opportunities your church has available for their growth. As a media director, I created printed resources or grabbed resources that the church had already created, and I purchased a large paper organizer that I placed in our control room. Our volunteers could take and read material at their leisure. Using the same list of next steps that I talked about earlier, here are several ideas for resources and opportunities that you can provide to your team. In the category of salvation, baptism, church membership, I'm kind of lumping those three together, you can provide brochures or printed material explaining your church's core values or your church's theological beliefs. You could provide a list of the next scheduled baptism dates so that everyone knows. You can provide a list of your next church membership or ownership class. And even if the volunteers that are on your team already have been through these, have already taken that step, they're still aware of it. They're still, um, it's still in front of them so that the, if they have a family member or know of someone else that needs to take that next step, that information is readily available to them to give and pass out to others. Okay, so the next category of study of the Bible, here's some things that you could provide. You could provide a listing of available Bible studies in your church. You could teach a class on how to study the Bible for themselves. You could provide printed devotionals, reading plans, and books for your team. You could create a web page, a blog, or PDF with links to online resources for your team. There's lots of different ways that you can encourage and provide opportunities and resources for your team to study the Bible. All right, under care and prayer, you could provide a list of topical resources or classes your church provides. Does your church provide divorce care, celebrate recovery, or other classes? You may be surprised that your volunteers may not know about the classes that your church provides. Oh, we didn't know that we had a divorce care class or a celebrate recovery class or a whatever the class may be, financial planning class. We didn't know that, we, that the church even offered that. Um, so present that to them. Offer printed materials or brochures or put it on your website or some Facebook group or email them. Um, just let them know of the care and prayer opportunities available to them. Okay, under leadership, do you have a core volunteer team that provides a system to raise up and empower leaders? Are you providing an opportunity for people to step into leadership roles? Do you spend time thinking about the skills of your volunteers and how you could use their gifts and abilities on your team? Uh, is there designated spots in your week that you just spend time thinking about the growth, the leadership growth of your team members? I want to encourage you, spend some time. Block out a half an hour, an hour, even a lunch where you go off by yourself and just kind of think through uh, who could take a next leadership role? How would I structure that? How would I maneuver that? How would I provide that opportunity for growth for them? 
Under the category of financial planning and tithing, you could provide a list of financial coaches and classes that your church provides. You could promote the next Dave Ramsey or budget class when they're offered at your church. You could provide free budgeting tools for your team. You could print those out, have them in your control room. Um, Again, how I did this is I had a big, huge paper organizer, and I labeled every little section of it, and I put all kinds of stuff. I actually had a column for kind of each one of these things um, so that if they wanted to grow in their relationship with Christ, that that material was, was available for them. I also would take this content and use it as a base for what I would talk about on our Facebook group or or our team emails or things like that to just kind of keep spiritual growth in front of my team. All right, under the category of groups, you could provide or promote when your small groups open for the year. If there's like an open enrollment, you can uh, let them know of that. You could provide a printed piece that lists out the steps to signing up or joining a small group. You can make it a part of your communication to make yourself available to help them find a small group. You could reserve time for your group's pastor to come speak to your team occasionally. Do you have an hour between your services that you could have your group's pastor come in and and tell your team about the available groups or how they could sign up or things like that? Make these opportunities and resources right in their face. Just, Just give it to them. Just Create these opportunities, provide these resources where they can't miss it, where it's right in front of them and they can take advantage of it. They can grow in their walk with Christ. Under the category of missions, you could provide a list of available mission trips your church is taking, and you could also pray and select a handful of volunteers to suggest to your missions pastor to serve as leaders on a mission trip. Are you suggesting your team members to go and lead a a mission team locally or globally. Um, Let me encourage you to challenge one of your team members uh, to lead those mission trips, those mission projects. Now, these don't have to be printed materials again. Use these next steps as a base for content for, again, your Facebook group, your team emails. You could produce a simple team website that can host this information There are several ways that you can be intentional about providing resources and opportunities for next steps to happen. The main point I'm trying to communicate is this. Don't spend all your time solely on tasks for your ministry. Spend time praying for your team members. Keep an updated list of your team members' next steps so you know how to serve them. Take time creating and providing resources for your team to grow spiritually. You are their pastor first. The tasks your volunteers do should be secondary to your team members growing in their relationship with Christ. Let me tell you a quick story on this. This idea and concept of pastoring first and really caring about the spiritual health of my volunteers really changed the game in how I did ministry with my production team. I served as the video coordinator at New Spring Church. It's a really large church. It's the second largest church in the country. Um, I served there until early last year. 
uh, before taking 1230 Media full-time. Just a few months ago, I had one of my volunteers from the church. Now, remember, I had not been on staff at this church for nearly a year, and she asked me to officiate her wedding. (laughs) Me, the video guy, the media director. (laughs) She saw me as more of her pastor than our campus pastor, which is how it should be. Your team should see you as their pastor, not the campus pastor, not the senior pastor. Their first line of pastor is you. Now, I'm not telling you this to to boast. In fact, I am incredibly humbled that she asked me to do this. I'm telling you this to say that I've learned firsthand how putting people first above everything you do is what lasts. Your relationship with Jesus and their relationship with Jesus matters so much more than them pushing a button on Sunday. Care about the spiritual growth of your team members. Be intentional about desiring and creating a culture of spiritual growth on your team. It will last. I want to thank you for joining me this week on the Church Media Podcast. My hope and prayer is that we can learn from each other how to create experiences at our churches where people meet Jesus and grow in their relationship with him and take next steps with him. Let me know what you think. You can leave a review of the podcast in iTunes, or you can shoot me an email directly. My email address is carl, C-A-R-L, at 1230media.com. Also, remember, you can grab the show notes for this episode at 1230media.com forward slash podcast. Click on episode number 21. Get all my show notes, a free PDF, and more. 1230media.com forward slash podcast. I want to thank my producer, David Michael Hyde. David is gracious enough to squeeze in producing this podcast among being an in-demand contemporary composer for film and digital media. You can find out more about the incredible talents of the man himself at davidmichaelhyde.com. Next week, Trevor Miller from Mount Horeb United Methodist Church. Braves coming to the studio again. We're going to be talking about how you can be intentional about creating a list of core values for your production team. You don't want to miss it. That's next week on the podcast. Thanks again for joining me this week. Go out there, guys, and create some amazing experiences this Sunday. I'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to the Church Media Podcast. Get the show notes for today's episode at 1230media.com slash podcast. And be sure to rate and review this podcast in iTunes. For more free church media resources, visit 1230media.com. We'll see you right here next week for another episode of the Church Media Podcast.